it does not matter what other people think of you. It's literally none of your fucking business. Like you should not be preoccupied with other people's thoughts of you because you can't change it. Like you can't change your perception that somebody already has of you. Like no matter if you're the villain or the hero, whatever it may be, like there's nothing that you can do to probably shake and rattle and affect that view of you. So you might as well just choose to do what you love. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode of our podcast. So if you're not a fan of The Bachelor, just go ahead and skip forward because that's what the story time now has like turned into, like this little well, section. Well, I feel like we always do this. And now that I'm not participating, we need you to fill to us be, all in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even me. Like I don't even know what's going on. Basically fill you in. Um, it was another day. Uh, it was another episode of a shit show. Again, oh. proving why that you should not have two bachelorettes. And so... Why are we not surprised? Yeah. So last week, I think I, I told y'all that basically Logan wanted to switch sides. Like he mm-hmm. was originally on there to date Rachel and then he realized he had feelings for Gabby. Well, he, you know, went and told... Rachel, that he had feelings for Gabby. She let him go, and he told Gabby, and Gabby um, continued to start seeing him. And, you know, she was really receptive of it, and she kept him. Like, she gave him a rose at the final okay, ceremony. Okay, so he accepted Rachel's rose, stayed another Last week. Last week, yes. And yes. then told Rachel he didn't like her, and then Gabby that he liked her, basically. Yes. And then yes. Gabby was like, oh, yay. Okay. Yeah, and we have one more episode until hometowns, oh. mind you. So, oh. like, all these other men have had, like, five weeks to, like, build up their rapport with Gabby. And this man's coming at the last minute. And it was, like, instead of sending one person home, she, Gabby was going to have to send two guys home. She sent home the man, Mario, I think is what his name, who she gave her first impression rose to for mm. Logan. And so, like, all the other guys in that, like, on her side are like, Uh-oh. how much does she like this guy? Like, she sent two other guys home. One of them, one of them was her first impression rose. And so she must be really curious. And Sometimes people give good first impressions, though, and then they really aren't actually great. Fair. People. This is very true. So he could have like very true. It, they could have just like not jived the same. Yeah. So, but that's everybody was talking about how Rachel like gave her like a look, and I feel like they're trying to pit the two against each other, but I really don't think that they hate each other. I really think that they're truly friends, and they've said that in interviews that they really are friends, but. Because, like, she was trying to give her side eye, like, you know, like, she kept Logan, even though Logan told Rachel that he didn't want her. I'm like, to be fair, if we're going to go that far, then Gabby, you know, when she told Rachel about what Hayden said about her, how she was rough around the edges mm, and shit, Rachel shouldn't have kept Hayden then. Yeah. like, But she did. Mm-hmm. So, well, and people make decisions for their own reasons and yada yeah. yada or whatever. But yeah, I'm sure they're just trying to pin them against each other to make it even more interesting. Juicier. Yeah. Meatball got sent home. Dang it. Meatball. <laughs> his real name dude. is James. I found that out. His real name is James. Oh, that's but interesting like, name. It's for interesting a because he said his like college friends gave him the nickname Meatball. But here's my thing with nicknames. Like if like you gave me a nickname, right? Or even, like, my friends in, like, my guy friend in college called me Ember. 
And then I was to go and introduce myself as Ember to, like, people yeah. out here in L.A. Yeah. It's, like, that's not a thing. Like, that, it's, like, a nickname should only be used with the people in reference that gave you Well, the yeah, nickname. and, like, in, like, uh, yeah, like. In a more casual, especially setting. this meatball. <laughs> not like, not like. And, hey, my name's Meatball, and I bought and I brought you a sub. I don't know if he's the one that brought the sub, but I'm pretty sure he's the one that brought the really know. long meatball sub. I feel I like I need know. to look this up, but I don't have the energy. But like Ember, Ember's like more okay, I guess, because it's like my first and last name combined. Like it actually could be a name, but Meatball, yeah, no, I'm good. Also, that would be like me. Thing. Like Blaine calls me Fiesta. That'd be me, like being like, <laughs> "Hi, I'm Fiesta. Nice to meet you." Like what? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Fiesta. That means party. I'm a party. <laughs> like what? Like Hi, my name's Meeple. <laughs> like, that's what I'm imagining. And then the fact, the fact that like what makes me cringe. He wasn't even fact, like that kind of guy though. I know, he was actually but like, sweet. But like what makes me cringe is that she referred to him as Meatball. Like in front of uh, everyone. While she was yeah. handing him a rose. Like, <laughs> say his name. Let's like, let's like Meatball. <laughs> How did she even say that with a straight face? I'd be cackling. <laughs> I'd be snorting, laughing. Like, Meatball, will you please accept this rose? And, like, it needs to be a southern accent. If she didn't say in a southern accent, then it's just all, it's all bad. She did it. Um, mm. <laughs> another thing that people have been commenting on is, and I'm coming to her defense for this, okay? Gabby. Okay, well, you like Gabby a lot, but I've seen the TikToks of everyone be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I do that. I do that on the podcast. You do that. I, I, I have I have limited the amount of yes that I do, but I want people to know that I'm still here and I am listening. Exactly. I'm an active participant in the conversation. It's more an acknowledgement, like yes, I'm listening to you. Like I'm still with you. Exactly, and it's also it's not you're because processing. I have nothing else to, else to say. Also, you haven't finished your thought yet, so it's not like I can just be like, yeah, and blah, 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 blah. yeah, like it's, you're also processing, and I feel like that's what she's doing. Like whereas Rachel like doesn't verbally process like whenever she, she likes her head or whatever mm-hmm. yeah whereas like which Gabby, is the like, same thing if it you is. counted rachel's head shakes compared to gabby's yes or mm-hmm, i bet they'd have the same so i want people to stop giving her shit for her yes i yes, would like she, to say though that that tiktok was funny yeah <laughs> yeah and i did it the other day during a meeting to my boss because i knew we were, we were talking about it and she's like i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> She's like, please take it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you yeah. to stop. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> I like Gabby, though. Yeah. Like yeah. every other man on the show does. Because I was going to say, it's it was sounds, another. I hate it, to like say, oh, there's a favorite bachelorette, but it kind of seems like there might be a favorite. Is she so the favorite? Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. It was another episode of Rachel fucking crying, which fine she's a very emotional person like girl feel your emotions but i also don't want to hear her complain about how she's very had limited time with the men when you keep fucking canceling dates stop oh. canceling dates in cocktail hours and then and if you're gonna do that don't complain that you're not getting to know the men that well because the yeah. men that are there the men that are there into you they're going hard for her they like tino and a lot of the other guys they are there dedicated hard for Rachel. Take advantage to get to know them. And you're like, I am not getting attention from them anymore. Then don't cancel a group date in Brussels. 
Yeah, they're going to be mad. I would be mad. And Tino fucking expressed that Tino is great. I like him for Rachel. And he expressed to Rachel that he was upset. You know, I understand. Like, he's like, I want to make you feel special. I want to make you feel seen. But I'm also not going to pretend that I was not hurt that you canceled the group date today. And I get it. You are being rejected. But I feel like you're focusing more on the negatives than you are the positives. You're focusing so much more on being the perfect bachelorette and having a quantity of men like you than the quality of men like you. Mm. And I think it's also, I want to speak to the fact that Gabby's mother also abandoned her. And so she's has been rejected in her life. She's had hardships in her life. She has had to deal with rejection in the most like intimate sense that you could. And so I feel like with her rejection, like it's not easy, but it doesn't affect her as hard as I I think it does Rachel. Well, and I feel like Gabby has obviously grown from a life of rejection in that sense. So it's like she knows that there's going to be something better that comes. Like Mm -hmm. she, like she's already kind of mourned that whole, like, okay, well if they don't want me, then that's fine. Like I, I know something else is going to come for me and be, and like my life is still going to be full and, and good. Yeah. Whereas I think some people get stuck in like no one else is ever going to da 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 that whole cycle. Yeah. So. But I really love Gabby and Nate together. He is so sweet. He is also a father. And I there is like a like previews of like her, him and Gabby having conversations about how she's nervous to be a mom in general, no matter whose mom it is, whether it's her own child or stepmom. And I feel like that's probably because, you know, her mother did abandon her. So she, there is probably definitely trauma around that that she's afraid of. But she's been to therapy too. Like one of the guys was talking about inner child work with her. And I'm like, yes, love this. Love this, whoever this man is. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. But uh, it, I thought it was really sweet in this past episode. She like bought Nate's daughter a gift. Like she bought, Aww. she bought her like some Belgian chocolate, um, and she was like for your daughter. And he like was so touched by that. And I was like, that's so sweet. Like I think that's great, and I like them together. I think they look cute together, and <laughs> you're like they go well together. And she's already being a good mom. <laughs> yes, I think that she would. They would be really cute, and it looks like they're having fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, that's who my pick is for her, and I'm picking Tino for Rachel. Those are my ends. Um, so those are my end games. So we will see if I'm right. Uh, but I think Logan's going to go home after next week. Mm. I think Logan's going to go home. They're just using it right now for drama. And I think he's going to go home. I don't think he's going to go to hometowns. No, probably not. No. He waited so. too long to make that. No, I don't, I don't make know. Make that known. Yeah. So we shall see. And I'll let y'all know. So if you don't watch The Bachelor and you're like, I don't care, then I'm sorry. But this is a, this is what's going to happen. I'm so sorry for you. Um, And yeah. But my captivation this week, thank you so much for asking me. Um, You are so welcome. Don't even worry. That was my next question. Perfect. Uh, It is, shocker, Dodgers baseball. Do I know anything about baseball or care about baseball? Absolutely not. I don't watch it. Um, I haven't been watching it. I don't. I barely loosely understand the game of baseball. However, I am captivated by the idea of attending baseball games 
because of the aesthetic and the food and mm-hmm. the hot guys. <laughs> yes. Um, I will go to a Dodgers baseball game with you. I'm going one in a couple weeks, I think, with two of my guy friends. And I love baseball. And everyone's like, I don't like baseball. I like baseball. It's so boring. Games. It's so long. I'm like, it is. have you ever been to a football game? Football don't talk sucks. to me about football long. Football sucks. I do don't not want to Don't talk to me about game. long and boring and bleh. Football makes me want to pull my eyeballs out of my head. Yes, I said it. You heard it here first. I hate football games. I hate them. Basketball? Hate them. Uh, I'm here. Basketball's 1,000%. fun. Basketball's Love fun basketball. to watch. They're fun games. The crowd is wild. You just get hyped up. Yeah. Football is let's go see how drunk we can get and fall in the bleachers. And I just cannot. Yeah. I cannot. And so, it's so boring, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> baseball, I played softball for 10 years. Baseball oh, is right, right up my alley. That's I know right. I, I'm I'm golden. I will tell you all the things cool. that, that are happening. What's a, What the fuck is an inning? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> an inning is when one team plays in the outfield, one team bats, and then they switch. After they both have batted, it's the next inning. And there's nine? Sometimes. Sometimes there's more. Sometimes there's less. Just depends. Okay. Depends on the rules. Like, when I played softball, if there was a certain amount of, like, gap between, like, if we were so far up on um, runs, then we would, like, stop the game early. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know in, like, bigger leagues what, what their, like, rules are and stuff. But typically, like, nine. So next time you come out here in the summer, we'll go to a dog. I'm, hands, I'm, like, 100% down. Cool. I'm literally going for the food because um, I like food. And a hat. I want a hat. I have a hat. I, I do oh, have a hat. Okay. Yeah. Well, there I have, you go. I, have I do really one. like the Dodgers hats. Because <laughs> so. it says LA on it? <laughs> no, I just like those kind of hats. Like, I like the Yankee one, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are, those are enemies. <laughs> and, I see, I really want to go to a Braves game. I've heard they're so much fun. Who? The Atlanta Braves. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, my whole entire family went to an Atlanta games, Atlanta Braves game without me. Oh, one year that sucks. Which that was sucks. rude. My they dad's were, a huge Dodgers rude. fan. My dad is a Dodgers fan, so like, yeah, he, that's his thing. And I told him I think I'm gonna go see the um, Miami Marlins. I think that's yeah. who's playing. Um, we wa- we like, watched the suck. Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Rays or something. I think they're the Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the Rays. That was so southern. Well, I literally was born in the South. I can't help that I have a Southern accent. <laughs> but yeah, we went we went to a Tampa Tampa baseball game. It was a lot of fun. And they were and they have stingrays there. We got to pet them. It was really cool. <laughs> Things you didn't know about Tampa, Florida. I mean, the Miami Dolphins have a fucking pool in their football stadium. I'm just saying. You can watch the football game from a pool. I'm just saying. That's pretty smart. <laughs> in case you want to just, like, chill. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> what is your captivation, though? Um, I have, speaking of being uh, Southern, I've been in my country girl era. Um, my country girl music, country music girl, country music era. I cannot speak. Um, Mm. and I am back on my Chris Stapleton, uh, kick. First off, Chris Stapleton is 
a literal songwriting genius. Also, mm-hmm. the fact that him and his wife sing together just makes it like so wholesome. Like her voice is beautiful. His bo- voice is beautiful. Their harmonies are beautiful. But I'm really obsessed with the song Starting Over. Um, I just think it's so cute and like it honestly could kind of be like a wedding song because it's about like moving and picking up and like starting over your life with like somebody, which I think is really cute. And then I also really like his song Millionaire, which also could be a good wedding song, which is why I've been listening to them. Um, It's so good. It's like very, very sweet. Um, But I highly recommend Chris Stapleton. My favorite song by him was I Was Wrong, but that's not a good wedding song. (laughs) Not quite the vibes I'm going for here being an engaged person, but it's a great song. So I'll I'll take your word on it. Yeah. You would like Chris Stapleton. Okay. I'm serious. Like he, he's got the like old school country voice. Okay. He sings Tennessee whiskey. I don't know what the, I I know what the drink is. Literally don't know how we're friends sometimes. (laughs) I just, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Moving onward. (laughs) I'm so disappointed in you. Works 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 in music works in the music industry. Can't tell me. Look, <laughs> no one at my job listens to country music. We're all rock people. Like I like we are we spearhead one of the biggest rock stations in the country. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, just not. We'll never be. I mean, I like Shania. Yes, I know you like Shania. There you go. <laughs> That's all I got for you. It's and okay. I'll listen it's to okay. some Kenny Chesney. Everybody loves Kenny. Do you like so, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill? Okay. I okay. It's <laughs> fine. Moving I'm not on. Like, I'm not like adamant, but like, fuck Tim McGraw. I don't know anybody that's anti-Tim McGraw. Oh my God. <laughs> Their concert, I went to Tim and Faith's concert like before COVID. Oh my God, it was so good. I grew up on Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, so I was just like, mm, this is some good, this is some good music, but... I'm going to a concert tomorrow by myself that's not country, it's alt. Uh, it is Banks. And mm-hmm. I do love Banks. Going by myself. I'm proud of you. Very nervous. Don't be nervous. Uh, You're going to meet some like cool ass chick there who's also there by themselves. And I'm hoping that like, I meet somebody else who's there by themselves and that'd be really yeah. cool. Uh, but yeah, like I, I love her. She's like my favorite singer. I literally have one of her songs tattooed like on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, none of my friends could go that would go. And the ones that like didn't have anything planned, didn't like her. And they're not the kind of people that would just go to a concert that like, where they don't know the artist. And so I was like, you know what? Like she's my favorite singer. I want, I would love for her to be my first concert. Like, cause I haven't gone to a concert since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I forget how to concert. Like, I forget <laughs> everything about, like, going to a Wait, concert. do you have to take a clear bag? Um, I think that's I just t- for football, right? If I take one over the size of my hand, but my fanny pack is the size oh. of my hand. Perfect. So They're not going to get out of tape measure and measure. Like, you're fine. Yeah, that should be fine. Um, so, I... I mean, I don't want to, t- I don't like taking a purse anyway, so. No, it needs to be something like that or like a wrap, like a crossbody type, type thing anyways. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm nervous. So we'll see. I'll update y'all uh, 
afterwards and let you know. I thought about making like a TikTok about the whole experience too. Yeah, that would be actually, that'd be like, that'd be really cool. You know what you should do? You should like be the LA girl that like does stuff by herself. But like, I know, I know, no, 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 I know. (laughs) But like, but like things that like people typically don't do by themselves. Cause I don't feel like there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, I went to X, Y, and Z and well, like, no, like went that, alone. So Cause I feel like a lot like, of people like go to coffee and go on their walks and go eat and like yada, yada, whatever, fine. But like encouraging people to like go to a concert they want to go because no one else will go with them is like something I don't feel like I see anywhere. So there is a girl out here that we're actually friends on TikTok. Um, she, is the reason I thought about doing this because she posted that uh, she really wanted to go. This is, if I had known, I would have DM'd her. But yeah. <laughs> she really wanted to go see um, Leon, Leon in yes. concert. Oh my gosh, I heard that concert was amazing. She was like, I'm already in downtown LA. Like, I might as well just go by myself. Like, none of my friends could go. I'm just going to go by myself. And she went by herself and said it was a great time. And, like, she met some people. Um, and, yeah, so that's what I'm hoping that's going to happen. But we shall see how awkward it is. Um, I don't think it'll be awkward. Yeah. I think people go, I think people go to concerts more often by themselves. I think the thing, the thing, the thing that I think is going to be so awkward is just the standing there and waiting before the concert yeah. starts. Yeah. Yeah. So. So get we'll there see. early, but not too early. Yeah. Hmm. Alrighty. So before we jump into today's episode and we're going to continue talking about, you know, this exact topic right here, actually. Yeah. We're going to do a couple ad reads, but we also like want to tell you all that, you know, we have like over 150 episodes like for you to dig into like after this that range from topics like this to dating. And if you're new, we would love for you to join our community and our troop of Gal Scouts. We're all in this adventure together, guiding you through it. And you can go to our Instagram at the Gal Sky Pod to check out more content from today's episode, as well as our personal handles at Emily Elise and at Han Nicole Adams. Whether you're listening to us to, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we hope you subscribe and be so kind to give us a review. It really does help us out. So let's get into some ad reads and then we'll get into the episode. So we are chatting today about how to like stop caring about what others think of you. And I thought, you know, me talking about my experience going to this concert tomorrow night would be a great jumping off point yeah. for it because that ultimately was the fear behind not going was the fear of what other people were going to think. And it's like no one in LA gives a fuck about anybody else but themselves. And that's the thing I constantly have had to remind myself. Literally no one cares. Everybody here is so self-centered. <laughs> I was going to say, literally, I feel like no one even like batted an eye. At, no one even like knows, cares that you're there. No, because like they're all, all, they're all in their Everyone's own. Everyone's like in their bubble. They're in their <laughs> they're own doing their movie. They're they all are the star- main character in their own life. <laughs> exactly. They're starring in their own movie. They really do not have time for the background characters uh, at all. And that has been like my driving force, I feel like, for doing a lot of things for myself. I still have not gone to a restaurant by myself. That's okay. You will one day. I will. Maybe, you will, maybe, me- and you'll go sit at the bar, and you'll, have, you'll become friends with the bartender, and then that'll be your spot that you go to. Yeah, let, let me go to the concert first, and then we'll see. I chose the more expensive option. You've done, a movie, <laughs> you've done movies by yourself, though. Movies is fine. I prefer going by myself now, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so that was another thing, was just to stop caring about what other people kind of thought. And, we you know, before we started recording, we were talking about that because 
I feel like a lot of the times people are afraid to go after things that they really love or like things that think would be really cool to do or try because they are afraid of their perception and how other people will think of them. And, you know, I think one thing being people are afraid to start, you know, trying to be an influencer or like making TikTok videos, YouTube videos, what I mean, that was us back in the day, uh, making a podcast, you know, going after your dreams, doing things like that because they're afraid of how people are going to perceive them. But the people who think it's cool and like want to see you succeed and want to support you are going to do that and they're not going to think anything of that the people who are going to think anything of it and think that you're weird for doing it you're not going to want in your life anyways or they're complete strangers who like you shouldn't even be preoccupied with what their thoughts are of you like that's none of your business that's what I always say Mm -hmm. and I know you, little Missy, have also not done live shows for some reason because of this reason at the same time true that's very true also, I'm getting married, and I literally can't add anything else onto my plate until November Marriage 1st. aside. Marriage aside. Well, I was I was truly looking into it, and then COVID hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I was, like, starting to email, like, about to email places. I had, like, had a list of places that I was going to contact, and then literally COVID decided it was going to come. So that was kind of, like, my excuse, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now that mm-hmm. everything's back, like, I definitely want to do it. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure out, like, what I would play. I think that's what's holding me back the most is, like, what would I play? Mm-hmm. And then also time because now I don't really have time. Mm-hmm. But I will. I will soon. You will make time for it. Mm-hmm. If it's mm-hmm. important to you, you make time for it. I do know that, but planning a wedding is literally a full-time job. No, I'm talking. I'm talking wedding aside. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I literally don't cannot manage any more tabs. Wedding aside, (laughs) the tabs on my brain are open and they cannot be closed. Like I've had this headache all day and it will not go away because I'm so overwhelmed. (laughs) Breathe. Anyways, (laughs) off topic, but um. But I, I think that it all kind of stems from, I, I think, your childhood, really. I mean, if you were somebody who was constantly, like for me, for example, I think my parents always kind of supported everything that I did and always kind of went at it with a full force and like full drive of making sure that anything I did felt validated and felt appreciated and like that I knew that I had their support that I didn't care so much about if I had other people's as long as the people that mattered most to me supported me, the people who were providing life to me supported me, then that's all that mattered. And, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that this is, this was perfect. I mean, I literally was bullied in middle school and then like went through a lot of like self doubt and like confidence issues and like was debating whether or not like, you know, was so preoccupied with so many people thought about me, especially when it came down to my looks mm-hmm. and because those are things that I was bullied for. And then, you know, as I've gotten older, like I really just don't care that much anymore because 
I live by the philosophy of it does not matter what other people think of you. It's literally none of your fucking business. Like you should not be preoccupied with other people's thoughts of you because you can't change it. Like you can't change your perception that somebody already has of you. Like no matter if you're the villain or the hero, whatever it may be, like there's nothing that you can do to probably shake and rattle and affect that view of you. So you might as well just choose to do what you love. I mean, don't go out here like murdering people. Um, Hopefully you don't love that. But, you know, there are sick, twisted, serial psychopaths. So, you know, hopefully the gals out here, you know, sane. Hopefully we're all good. I'm going to go with we're all (laughs) doing okay. We're doing okay. We do not love that. So (laughs) we love to hear it about it in true crime podcast. (laughs) But that's the extent of murder for us. So. (laughs) But. I mean, and I am speaking for you all. Please do not, <laughs> like, please do not go do something dumb, okay? Okay. <laughs> but I think one way to stop, you know, this is just to stop comparing yourself to others. I think when you live in that, like, field of comparison that you're always psychoanalyzing yourself and, like, looking at, like, what you don't have versus what you do have and just coming from, like, a more of a growth mindset than, like, a fixed mindset, that's when you start to really not care because it's like, oh, well, like, she's smarter than me. Or um, you can grow to be smarter. You can learn more. Like, I'm thinking of that, like, in a very small, very literal terms of, you know, I wish I, you know, was as fit as she is. You can learn to work out. You can learn proper techniques to work out for your body in order to get to that place. Like there's things you have in that more growth mindset or that fixed mindset and allowing yourself to stop comparing yourself in that way just because somebody has one thing and they're doing great at this thing doesn't mean that you can't get there either. Also, you're on two separate timelines. You're two separate lives. Just Mm -hmm. you're allowed to have different views different goals different you know not everything's going to be so similar for you does that make sense like yeah just because someone has like a hundred like one of our friends has like a hundred thousand like followers on instagram and she blew up overnight and we're like oh my god like why can't that happen to us homegirl parts in the fucking work like she literally yeah i was gonna say i literally post like twice (laughs) right like and the quality is shit yeah (laughs) so it's like She's put in the work every day, like, multiple times a day. And I know for a fact that she has faced judgment. Mm -hmm. She has faced so much judgment, so much criticism for people making fun of her for trying to be an influencer. Bitch is now a full-time influencer. I was going to say, she did the thing. Like, it's her job. She travels. She's doing amazing things. And I'm like, that's an example of somebody who literally said, I don't care what you guys think. Like, I'm doing the thing that I love. I'm continuing on. I don't care. I'm still posting. Make fun of me all you want. Oh, ha. Joke's on you. Like, her ex-boyfriend literally made fun of her, like, when they broke up, saying, like, you're, like, trying to be an influencer that's fucking stupid. She, look at her now. She probably makes double what he makes. Yeah. Like, I I am so proud of her for that because I think that it's amazing how you can just use that Honestly, what it is for me is just using it out of spite. Yeah, like, honestly, if somebody told me that and laughed in my face, I'd be like, watch. Like, I do half the shit in my life out of spite. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally am living out of spite. And you're like, listen, <laughs> the reason I'm here is because Fuck you all did y'all. me dirty. <laughs> Thank you. I made my film out of spite. <laughs> like, I feel like every creative does a little bit of that. 
And it's great. But when you, like, I, and the same thing, I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. Like right. I faced so much criticism like when I made this film because some people thought it was stupid. One of them being the doctor. And I, you know what? Like, I don't, fuck it. I don't care what you think. Like, I'm making this for me. I'm making it to further my own career, my own passions. What you think of it literally does not affect me at all. You th- you sat there and gave this podcast one stars and told all your friends to give us one stars. I don't care. I'm still going to keep, we're still going to keep making episodes. We're still going to keep this podcast around because the people like, that's who not going to hurt. That doesn't hurt me. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm here for the people that do listen and the people who are, you know, supporting us and listening. And we love you gals, obviously. Mm -hmm. You gals are great. But And it's the same thing with my film. It's my friends in film who see what I'm doing and see the growth in that. That's what I'm focusing on. And I'm focusing on myself and how it makes me feel at the end of the day. Because it's all I can go to sleep at night and be happy with everything I've done and all my choices. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. I think the... Practicing the art of letting go is hard. It is. It's so hard. I mean, because I'm not going to sit here and deny that these thoughts don't sometimes echo in the back of my head. And I don't, you know, think about, oh, I'm getting ready to go to Target. I should put on makeup and like, you know, a cute outfit because everybody in the fucking West Hollywood Target looks cute uh, (laughs) every single day. Do those thoughts come to my head? Absolutely. Like, I'm a human being, but it is the art of also being able to accept myself for who I am, know what my worth is, see how valuable I am, and see that it, my value doesn't rest in those certain things, that there's other parts of my life that are just rest in, and also these are complete strangers that I'm never going to see again. Mm-hmm. Unless you meet your soulmate in the Target in West Hollywood. That would be a great way to, <laughs> but see, at the same time, my soulmate's going to accept me for how I look at that exact, exact moment. That was the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. There are so many times where I have like, you know, been talking to a guy and I think, oh, I'm going to keep my makeup on from all day. So if he FaceTimes me later, I still look cute and I don't have no makeup on. Yeah. I think we've it, all been there. It's so yeah. annoying. <laughs> or like, you know, like if I'm going to go out later, like I'm going to keep my makeup on just in case like, he invites me out to a bar or something. You know, whatever it may be, like, girl, one, clean your fucking face. Your pores are dying for Clean you your face your and face. get in your pajamas and get in your bed and watch your show. Like, do because not do not sit on the couch waiting for him to text you because no. you can, like, if you want to go out, go out. Like, you don't that, need his invite. No. And also, if he wants to talk to you and he wants to see you and you're barefaced, um, if he really likes you, he doesn't care. Frankly, he may not even notice. Most guys Honestly, don't. they prefer you sometimes without. So, there's that. But it's just reducing how often you compare yourself to others and just start doing things for your happiness. And it can look like different things. It can be dressing a certain way. Because that's another thing, too. If you do something enough, people will start to think that that's the normal for you and they're never gonna think weird about it like say you really want to be a hat person hear yeah. me out you really love hats and you want to be a hat person and you're like if i start wearing this hat like it could be a fucking fedora i don't give a damn a beret a normal hat whatever you really like them and you want to start wearing them but you're like afraid of what people are going to think if you do it often enough people are going to be like oh you know like yeah that's hannah's thing she wears hats 
Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you think Blair Waldorf got away with wearing headbands every fucking episode of Gossip Girl? <laughs> she was, that was her thing. Yeah, you people just start, just start to associate that with you, and it's not a bad thing at all. Like, it's... Man, that, break, that takes me back. In middle school, I used to wear this ribbon in my hair, and it was black with white polka dots. And people made fun of me for wearing it. And it was my favorite rib. Like, I wore it when my hair was up, and I literally, like, one day just stopped wearing it because I just, like, kept getting made fun of. And I, like, so, curled my hair and wore it down. And everyone was like, oh, your hair looks beautiful. And instead of, like, wearing my hair up like I like to do, like, occasionally, I just, like, from then on out wore it down. Because, like, a guy that I thought was cute told me told me I looked pretty. And so me? I, like, I stopped wearing my dang polka dot. I mean, looking back, it's probably ratty and, like, gross and, like, old and ugly. But <laughs> in the moment, like, that was my shit. So, and I stopped wearing it because people made fun of me. So I, <laughs> and that was me with straightening my hair. Like yeah. I straightened my hair. My hair's naturally wavy. It's no longer naturally wavy because I straightened it every she fucking day so of much. middle school and high school because yeah. one, I straightened it one day and one person complimented me on it. That was me. I curled my hair and ever since I've been using a curling iron. So I, I stopped doing that. And then in high school I wore, I watched Gossip Girl and I wore headbands. Mm-hmm. Like I did wear I did wear a lot of headbands, and I'm just and I wore headbands also because I had a scar on my scalp, like oh. where I don't have hair because I had a mole removed because I had like a skin cancer scare, mm-hmm. and so like and it was on my part and I did wasn't doing a middle part at the time I was doing the side no, part. No, no one was. Also, I'd love <laughs> to go back to my side part and I can't figure out where it is and I'm no. a little little str- middle I- parts. I know. Sometimes I think it looks good, and then sometimes I think it looks really bad. Middle parts, middle parts, middle there's, parts. There's like there's a there's a part of a, a a ninth grade part of me that wants that side part, but I don't remember which way it went. I don't remember how to get to it. I don't know where it's located. <laughs> my bangs always want to go back to it, though. Like my like oh, uh, my yeah, curtain bangs, yeah, they yeah. always want to go back to them. I'm like. No, well, you, no curtain curtain bangs in a side in a side part don't go. No, because that's like the, like the like the, the two thousand and five swoosh that like the swoosh. side bangs that people oh used gosh. to have. Yes, the like angled bangs. Yes, oh, I had some of those. I'm pretty sure. Oh god. Oh, back in the day, man. Anyways, so but man, if but, you want to get the angled bangs, then do it. Do it. <laughs> don't let us influence you. If you want to bring that side part back, like, also hit me up because I can't figure out after the wedding. Who the fuck cares? Like, (laughs) honestly, do you know, I have a fucking Gucci belt in my damn closet. I never wear it because I was going to say, you don't wear it. What what happened to that? It's chuggy now or whatever the fuck the term is. What even is that? I can't. Like, it's basic. Oh, well, yes, I am a basic bitch. Yeah, give me all the ice Starbucks. Give me all the Target runs. <laughs> give me the windows down on the way to run my errands. Give me the podcast. Give me the biker shorts. Give me the Lululemon belt bag that I can't freaking find anywhere. I want it all. I want to be a basic girl who likes the things, and I don't care. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This is Hannah. This oh, is no. real. This is me. Okay. Um, but the, I mean, the important is the, the important first step of learning to let go is to realize that you cannot do anything about like another person's opinion. Like other people's thoughts like are their own experiences and they are riddled into their own perceptions of life. 
It literally has nothing to do with you. It is a, literally all about how life has affected them. They have no idea who you are or what, what you've experienced. So they don't know they don't know anything about you. You're the only one that does. So when you come to know that your opinion has little to do with you and like more to do with themselves and that fact that they don't know who the real you is, the less effect that opinion should be on you and the simpler it is not to care about what they think. And the people who don't like the real you are not going to be helpful people in your path to awareness and authenticity. So you shouldn't want them in your life. And you need to be comfortable with letting them go and find people who love you for who you are and people who accept you for exactly who you are today. And these are people who are going to help you grow and they're going to, you know, cherish you and, you know, almost like fertilize you (laughs) in a way. Like, like you are this like beautiful, beautiful fiddly fig tree. Oh, Not that mine. kind of fertilized. I was like, are you having babies? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they don't, let's go back to the tree. Go back miracle to the tree. Grow. Mi- they're your miracle grow, bitches. Your chia okay? pet. <laughs> Fiddly fig. Okay, back, right. to the, back to the fig tree. Okay. But like fiddly figs grow when they you know feel like they are accepted and they feel like they're loved and nurtured and taken care for this applies to the people around you mm-hmm. just don't be as temperamental as an actual fiddly fig tree and keep dying on me like mine does but <laughs> you're not talking to it enough i i really need to tell it how more i love it you and really how much do. more i accept it exactly yeah. i start shaking it like i love you i love you <laughs> grow <laughs> but they let go of other people and their opinions and remember that it it's their baggage that they're holding on and weighing down. You don't need to carry it too. You're not the bellboy. Like, mm-hmm. that's not your responsibility. That's not your job. And I know it sounds like super simple, but, and like super easy, but we know if it was easy, then we'd all be doing it. But practicing self acceptance and comparing yourself to others left often and letting go can be learned by taking small actions, I think, each day and just with practice. So if you, you know, don't feel like you're accepted for how you look. And you are the kind of girl that, you know, feels like they need to wear makeup every day. Just go to Target without makeup once and see how that is and see that no one's going to care. Or, you know, if you really like comedy and you want to do comedy, like maybe try doing like one stand-up show. Because this is my thing, especially with that. I mean, I'm going to hit on this real quick. I love stand-up comedy. I would love to be a stand-up comic. I don't think I would be good at it, but I'm already telling myself no by doing that. I think that it's one thing, the stand-up comedy is, like, one thing in your life that you think you should do once to see if you, like, even like it. And then, like, once you find that out, like, then, like, you're good. And it's the same with everything else in your life, too. I think, like, once you try it once to see if you actually like it, and go from there. Like, it, yeah. you, you're never going to know until you try it. And that's been my whole thing in my life is why am I going to tell myself no when there's probably a thousand of people in my life that are going to do that for me, especially with film. Mm-hmm. So why am I beating them to the punch? Like, why am I going ahead and doing that for them? Like, I should be so accepting of, like, everything that I want to do and go f- through it with full force and let the other people decide, like, for me kind of thing. Does that make sense? Like, not decide yeah. for me, but, like, yeah, they're going like, to tell me yeah. no already. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself because, like, I think I'm great and I'm embracing my, my authentic self and everyone that I am. And even, like, if it comes down to your body, too, like, you – I have so often turned down going to the beach with friends because I'm so self-conscious about how I look in a bathing suit. And no one else is going to care. And yep. if they did care, they're bitches that I don't, shouldn't be friends with. Like That's true. That's very true. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, they, I shouldn't be friends with them if they do care and they do make comments about my body, which no one is. None of my friends would do that. But when you start to embrace that and start to do little things like that, I think that, that you will slowly be able to stop caring what other people think of you. I mean, it's been one thing that I remember I had a coworker once who asked me, like, how do I have so much confidence? And I said, I faked it. I faked it till I made it and until I got here. And then your brain doesn't know the fucking difference. Mm-mm. So it you start just tricking your brain into thinking that you're this amazing fucking person and just, you know, think that every man at the gas station, like, wants to fall in love with you and thinks you're the hottest thing in the world. And that's another thing. I go between those two things of thinking that, like, everybody in a room wants to, like, fall in love with me or that either hate me. So um, You're on two, I, different, two different sides there. Once I, like, find the middle between that, we're golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great, Emily. Thank you for running this episode and but, giving us all the insight because I, I just don't feel like people people really take the time to think about it like oh I you know I I want to go do this thing but I don't and you know I'm worried about all, all these things and so it's yeah. just nice to hear like I don't know encouragement to go I and do like things our earliest like opinions of ourselves were like they were formed through the lens of somebody else in our life mm-hmm. like through our parents like I was saying and so you know as you grow up and like those lenses become wider and you're getting this feedback, especially with the internet, I mean, it's unsolicited feedback that you're constantly being given. Um, it's important to become really reliant on yourself and your inner voice and that inner critic and really letting that guide you more than the other thousands of voices that you're going to hear. And if that becomes blocking people, mm-hmm. fucking do it do it yeah. hide keywords in your like twitter search and like on instagram you can do that you can hide keywords from your comments so that you don't see them or just like turning off comments yeah um, that's true things like that Tur- hiding likes um you like i said filtering out words on twitter things that you don't want to see it's great private like privatize your life like privatize it if you want to um you can filter things out like on TikTok as well too. All this stuff, you can filter the things that you want to see that things are only going to help you grow because you shouldn't hate follow somebody. I think on that topic. I was going to say do I ever hate follow anyone? I don't but think like, I do. It's like but I know what you mean. You like you them. like you follow them just so that you can be like what the fuck are they Not What are they that, doing like, again? Like you're every time you see their shit like you're just jealous oh, or you get I FOMO see. I see. and then like yeah. It makes you feel bad. Why are you following them? Unfollow them. They're clearly not adding to your like value and like your then in your like healthy mindset. Unfollow yeah. them. That's draining your energy. Preserve that energy. When I say like start doing some thinking like for yourself, I mean the first step is solving this problem is just to understand first that you have a problem. Understand that, you know, other people's perception has weighed heavy on you. And how do you really feel about this? And I think in these moments we can break like begin to interrupt the cycle and break free of the opinions of everybody else. And it's empowering when we start to like assert something positive on our own behalf without any outside influence. And if you want to do things by yourself, for example, like go to a restaurant, I mean, you don't have to tell anybody else that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You can just do it for yourself because everybody, everybody else that's at that restaurant, they're not going to see you again. I mean, maybe if you go back there and like, this is the same waiter, but no one else in that restaurant's going to see you again. And you don't have to tell anybody else. You don't have to document it and make it a part of this huge moment in your life. Like it can just be for you and it can just be personal just so you feel empowered and stop living for other people in that way. But Mm. this is just my own opinion. I like it. (laughs) No, I think it's great. 
Hopefully it's made people think. Yeah. We'll be rooting from you. So From afar, do the things. Let us without know what you any, do. Without any further judgment, we won't judge. Yeah. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.